Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here for more of your listener questions. Pam joins me today, and we get some great questions about the difference between a package and a room-only booking, especially as to how it would uh, affect using your magic bands down at Walt Disney World. So we discussed that. Also a question about uh, some parents that are going to arrive before the rest of the travel party. These parents have never been to Walt Disney World. What should they do? They don't want to go into the theme parks by themselves, but they're staying at Saratoga Springs, so we have a great solution for that. We also talk about seeing the storytellers over at Epcot this holiday season. Also, ideas for getting over to the boardwalk for a family of 13. They're going to be all dressed up in their formal wear for some pictures so they don't have to sweat it or deal with any parking headaches. This and much more coming your way on today's show. Don't forget today's podcast is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. They're over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's over at beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, please come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,186 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you are having a great midweek. And again, one more time, congratulations to all the Be Our Guest Podcast lizards on a very successful, albeit slightly wet Wine and Dine Race Weekend. I know that it did pour a little bit during the half marathon, but you know what? That was just God saying you didn't take a shower that morning, and we're going to clean you off for the finish line picture. So hopefully everybody had a great time and lots of fun was had. You got lots of pictures. You got to clang around the medals in the parks and just made those memories because that's what it's all about. And like I said on Sunday night, you know what that means. Marathon weekend, you are on the clock. We are inside of 60 days until till marathon weekend. That is crazy because that means that is nice. that's January, which means the holidays will be behind us in 60 days. Slow down, slow down. They just turned on the um the holiday music on Sirius XM, which I love this time of year. It's all I've been listening to since, except for podcasts. Don't turn us off. But uh, we're going to have a good time answering your Lister questions today. But again, Lizards, very proud of you and can't wait to run with you here in less than two months. So joining me today to answer your Lister questions, we're a little bit early live here on Facebook and YouTube for a very cool reason, which I'll talk about here in just a second. But Pam Forrester, co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, hanging out here on a Monday. What's up, Pam? I'm excited to be here. It's like another week. I, You know, some Mondays you roll into it and you're like, yeah, I mean, it's Monday. You know what I mean? And then some Mondays you're like, oh, I killed it today. I had a Monday where I kind of killed it. So okay. like it's early, though. See, I, I would say that. But, you know, so 
We are recording early, and I appreciate that because, you know, one, Scott and Ricky skipped out, literally skipped out on us. Scott jumped on a plane on Friday afternoon like, dude, I'm out of here. I'm like, Scott, you said you're going to record with us on Monday because Ricky's got a shower in St. Louis. Nope, he just got on a plane and went to Disney World. So whatever. I love the guy, but he left us. Fine. He'll be with us again. Love the guy. I would have done the same thing. But also worked out for me to record early because my oldest, Paige, is – Tonight is her very first regular season game as the director of basketball operations for the University of Illinois, Chicago. The Flames are playing against Ooey Pooey, which you're like, Mike, you're making that up. There's not a school called Ooey Pooey. There is. It's Indiana University, Purdue University at Indianapolis. So it's kind of a combined campus there in Indy where the two uh, schools have a, I guess, a school. It's a legitimate school I've, I've i've been there i ran through it during a half marathon i saw it's the real sign. i saw the sign i mean unless it's all like some kind of real big you know con because i ran through the <laughs> campus during half marathon I, I know it's there and i've seen her on find my friends and it does say ooey pooey so they're playing tonight so on espn plus i'll be able to watch her and it's very cool we both have daughters and so I was thinking about this as I was taking her dog for a walk which you know her dog is now taking up residence here because she's super busy in the big city and it's one of those things, like I was thinking back to, it feels like it was yesterday that, you know, she was a soccer midfielder, you know, about nine years old. And I was, you know, in the backyard with her at our old house where we had a tiny backyard, but we had these, you know, soccer goals that we made out of PVC pipe and some just cheap netting. And we would be out there all summer to the point where there was no grass on the yard anymore because we would practice and practice and practice so much. She was definitely kind of a gym rat kid. And now she's a, she's a woman, you know, she's 26 years old, just celebrated her birthday last week and leading a squad, you know, of of these other young women that are awesome athletes, you know, scholar athletes going into, you know, other universities around the Midwest and chasing their dreams. I mean, it's just, you know, the bottom line, I want to tell everybody out there that's a parent or that will be a parent soon. Ricky, listen up. It goes so dang quickly. I mean, (laughs) literally. We were tearing up the yard every night in our backyard in Florissant, Missouri. And here she is. I'm tuning into ESPN Plus tonight to watch her lead a program in, in Indiana. You know, it's, 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 it's unbelievable. It makes your heart so full. Like, my heart is so full because she's chasing her dream, and she's getting there. You know, and you've seen that with Hannah and teaching. And it's, being a parent is an awesome thing. It's just another milestone tonight for us. I know it's so funny when it was her birthday, I, you know, saw that on Facebook and I wrote that I'm so proud of all the things she's doing because gosh, I've known Paige, it seems like forever. And to see all these people that we know because of the podcast and to see their kids and to see them have kids or to see them get married, it's crazy. And we're sounding once again, very old. Know, um, so old. It's so old. Yeah, Cause I, how did this happen? I'm only 29, you know? I, right. I know. Exactly. But how many, podcast can you say that you listen to where the people are like I remember your kids or I whatever because I mean there there are some fantastic podcasts out there but the the um, length of time that people do a podcast is probably not as long as we have been doing a podcast so I'm just gonna say if nothing else we have longevity Right. I mean, the thing is, we, because our two daughters, like we, when we started the show and we, you know, we had meetups, we went to Mouse Fest and, you know, we did some meetups early on, like 2008, 2009. 
You yeah. know, we were taking, I would take Paige with me. Hannah would obviously be there. So when we were doing all these events, they would they would hang out together, you know, right. they, you know, because they, they had no other choice. Like, you know, like, oh, God, our parents <laughs> exactly. are doing this podcast. It's weird. And they would hang out together. And there were many times where they knew the lay of the land at Walt Disney World so well that we would give them some freedom that probably oh, yeah. most parents wouldn't give their kids that age because we're like, okay, we, we know that you know, like, how to get everywhere. And we know that you know how to find us if we have to. <laughs> But, I mean, it, it is cool because, you know, the people that have been with us since the beginning of the show, they, they got to see them. Like at these Mickey's Halloween parties, you know, in 2009 know. when they were just like little kids dressing up like, you know, pirates or Alice. or our, The pictures are amazing. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's so, awesome. Anyway, it's awesome. back All to right. Disney, though. I had a proud, <laughs> proud dad moment there, so I had to say that tonight. But let's get to the first question. Adam in the live chat. Says he has an urgent question, so we got to get to this. Urgent. urgent I one. like the urgent one. Apparently, we're anything but urgent at the beginning of this show, so let's hit this. Uh, <laughs> see, his family of 13 are going to be in Orlando starting this Saturday. Best way to get from the boardwalk for a 5 p.m. formal family pictures for off-site guests. Also, Genie Plus for off-site guests. Can I make my first reservation at 7 a.m., or do we need to be in the park? Okay, let's tackle it. Two questions. I love this. They're going to be all dressed up and spiffed up, and they got to get over to the boardwalk at 5 p.m. for formal family pictures. Adam, I want to see some of these on social media too, like on a for sure. For okay, Pam, give some advice there. They're off-site, so getting I would just use a ride share probably. Or I, that's what I was thinking well, 13 too. Thirteen people though. Thirteen. Uh, You'd have to get a couple. Yeah, um, race. That's what we do. <laughs> yes, for sure. I think the ride chair is going to be your best option. Um, if you have a car, you could drive. And sometimes there is parking available across the street for offside guests um, going to the boardwalk. But you can't rely on that being available. And if you drove there from your offsite location, then I think at that point, if they're like, you need to turn around and go back and you're like, okay then what would you do you would have to park at a park and then bus over or whatnot so i think if you take a ride share from where you are and have them drop you off at the boardwalk that's probably going to be your best bet okay so here i was thinking uber lift and you're right do two or three of those but this might be a time if you have like a party of 13 and every like i'm picturing like tuxedos dresses <laughs> this is where i might call a place like happy limo or something oh to get like a bus or something because then you have a specific locked in driver time meet here it, it, it's all it's one less stressful thing and you don't want to be sweating bullets through a tuxedo i've been there because i mean we were in a wedding like it with the boardwalk you know in july and i was in yeah. a tuxedo it's not yeah. comfortable like it was great it was amazing jay melissa shout out but I was like, dude, I was sweating through that tuxedo and it was not fun. So you don't want to sweat through that. So I might go with like a, Truth. a like a car service in this case. Get a splurge for a limousine. You're already going to be dressed up like James Bond. I mean, arrive and make it look cool because you definitely don't want to park because you don't have to deal with the parking. You, with a limo, even a ride share, they can drop you off right there. Now, as far as Genie Plus, even off site, you can make a first reservation at seven, correct? Um, as far as Genie Plus, yes, you can. The issue is Lightning Lane. Um, if you're off-site, you cannot do Lightning Lane until um, you are there in the park. So until the park opens. All righty. Second question is from Daniel Hull, who I believe, oh, yes, he has a Pujols uh, little uh, logo there. And I, he's a big Mizzou fan as well. So M-I-Z. 
Don't hit the punter. Uh, what are the main differences between hotel only and package bookings? Are you mm. still able to use your magic bands the same way? Great question. Because I bet a I lot of people have this question. So Pam, talk about it. So more than ever in the past few years, what we have been recommending for most people is going to be a package reservation. And there's going to be a few reasons for that. First of all, a room only reservation, a hotel only reservation is just that, just a hotel only booking. Um, and then you'll have to have your tickets purchased separately. A package is something that you're going to be able to add things like your tickets to, and there's other options that you can add, but let's just talk about the tickets are the thing that most people add to their package. You could also add memory maker and some other things like that. The reason why the package has become so much more appealing is first of all, if you do a hotel and then buy your ticket separately, if something happens down the line that you have to cancel your tickets or cancel your vacation, you are literally stuck with those tickets. Um, you can't refund them at that point um, and all of that. The other thing is then you have to come up with the money for the tickets right then when you purchase them. And we all know because of the park reservation system that you're going to want to make those park reservations as soon as you make your hotel reservation. So that's another reason why we advise people to actually go ahead and do the package instead of the room only reservation. The other advantage to the package is that um, it only requires a $200 deposit. While a hotel only reservation, you're going to pay the average of the night, one night of your stay, you're going to pay that amount for your deposit. So depending on where you're staying, that's going to be much more than the $200 required for the package. The balance of the package reservation is due 30 days in advance. You can make payments if you choose to do that. Um, trying to think all the rest. There's other things that you can add. Some people like to add insurance. Mm -hmm. That's something that's only available through a package. The thing that we can do as agents is we can do a package um, that's called sort of a basic package or a ticketless package that does not include tickets, but again, still has that same flexibility of a regular package. And we've been doing a lot of those for guests now, um, particularly because now they've actually changed it. So even the room only reservations are released on the same schedule as a package reservation. So that's maybe a little more than you ever wanted to know about packages versus room only, but just wanted to make sure that you have all the information there. And regardless of what you book, whether you book a hotel only reservation or a package reservation, as long as they're booked directly through Disney or a travel agency that works with Disney like we do, um, it's, you'll be able to use your magic band exactly the same. It doesn't matter at all. The magic band is actually just sort of a tool that you use to access the information that is in your My Disney Experience account. Yep. Magic band is going to work just pretty much exact same way. The only, again, echoing the packages, the biggest thing I say as a travel agent is with the package, the discounts or the deposits always going to be $200. Always, yes. no matter what the pack, you know, it could be a $10,000 booking or a right. you know, $1,500 booking, $200 deposit. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're doing a room only and you're staying at a deluxe, you might be shocked at what the deposit is. Sometimes you're like, what? I thought it was $200 and it's not. It's a lot more. But again, the, the, then everything's refundable on the package. Tickets are not non-refundable. But then, you know, you, you're there's just a lot of things. So you're 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 refundable until 30 days prior to arrival on a package, but you get all the way up until six days or I say six, actually it's five for a room only. So there's just mm -hmm. a lot of differences, but once you get there, it's all there. the same, but and packages it's... are the way to go. 
And so actually, too, like Pam said, you can book with your tickets. And then later, if you don't need the tickets, like I've had people that are like, I'm not sure if I'm going to renew an annual pass. Well, I'm like, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to book this with like a seven-day hopper or even a seven-day mm-hmm. base. Because if you've got an annual pass, you're not sure you're renewing. Who cares about the hopper at that point? Let's just book it right. with a seven-day base so you can make theme park reservations. If you renew that annual pass in six months, what we'll do is I'll call Disney. I'll remove the tickets. It'll be a basic package. You'll just have basically a room only. You do have to pay for it 30 days out, but then you're set. You know, no harm, yep. no foul. You don't pay for the tickets. But that's kind of, you know, that, that's why it's good to have a travel agent because, like, we do this every day. Like, it's simple. It's an easy way, but you got your theme park reservations covered. You, you're covering, like, all these bases. You're, you're I, that's the thing. Like, that's our job to think of where things could go wrong so that you have the least impact on your vacation if, in fact, something does go wrong. And I kind of spit out all that information as if that's what I do all day. Exactly. I mean, because, you know, when you and to be honest, like when you first start booking travel, you get stressed out about these things because there are so many things. But like that's the good. It's like any profession. Right. Like when I was a teacher, the first year I had parent teacher conferences, I was a nervous wreck. But like in year 10, I was just, you know, I sat down, you know, I could have had Taco Bell while I was, while I was having conferences. I didn't care. Like I've done these so many times. Like I, you know, nothing was going to shock me at that point. I mean, you know, it would take a lot to shock me. Let's just say that. So, you know, it's just like, once you work through all these scenarios (laughs) till COVID hit, you know, and hurricanes and stuff like that. Now that still is a shock to the travel age. I'll say, but other than that, we're pretty good. All right. Next question before we get anything else. Uh, Phil says, got a question. Best way to get a fam for of six from the studios to hoop de doo Preferably without paying for Uber. Well, if you're from the studio, I would just take a bus for, uh, to Fort Wilderness. <laughs> right? I mean, is that not? Yep. Yeah, because there's Absolutely. You can take a bus um, right from um, to, wow, well, right from the studios to all the Disney resorts, um, any of the theme parks. That's actually the best way to get around. So, yep, you'll be able to do just that. But you'll do a double bus on that because you will catch a bus that'll drop you off at the front of Fort Wilderness, and then you'll get on another yep. bus that'll take you back to pioneer hall or it'll tell you like where you, but you need to go to pioneer hall is where you're yeah you can walk it too um depending on yeah. how tired you are and how tired your feet are um we've done that a few times but there's something about fort wilderness that is so charming um i it just feels very nostalgic to me doesn't it to you too like that's what i enjoy about it so smells like the country it does <laughs> Smells like many places in Missouri. It smells, <laughs> smells like home. <laughs> yeah, totally. right. Like, and you inevitably get a kid that's like from New York City, like, ah, ooh, <laughs> I was like, that just smells like where I'm from, kid. Get over it. Uh, Sean has a question here. Headed to Walt Disney World on Sunday. We're going to be in the parks Monday through Wednesday. Do we know if, when the Christmas tree stroll will start at Disney Springs? Mm. I don't, That's I mean, a good question. I don't think they've announced it yet. I don't know. I, I think they are having. I'm pretty sure they said they are having it, right? I, I saw them release. So today they had um, an article that came out about all the foods that are going to be available at um, for the holidays at Disney Springs. And then they also included some of the ones there that were at the parks and different resorts. And I will say, if you haven't seen that yet, go check that out because that has lots of information, but they did not release information on the stroll. Yet. So I hate when they send those emails about the foodie guides. Cause they, 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 I swear like they used to be like very rare. I swear we get a right. foodie guide like every three days now in our yeah, emails traveling. We do. Like, 
it's the foodie guide to food and wine festival. You know, it was always the big ones. It's the foodie guide to, you know, <laughs> festival of the arts. Now it's like, it's the foodie guide to next Thursday. I Man, know. But dang that stuff. I mean, because let's face it, we live in the Instagram generation. Again, here I go sound like I'm 82. But it's like, dude, if that food looks half as good as it photographs, right? get me on a plane. This is why Scott got on a plane Friday. He's like, I'm eating all the stuff that was in the last guide because it looks so dang good. In the holidays, I mean, it, it, it's just... I guess we can say like we're past November, so society's changed. So it is the holiday season now. Like we're not, nobody's waiting for Thanksgiving at this point, I guess. Like that, that was like two years ago or something. So I guess it's all fair game. Like eat all the whoopie pies that are red and green and and everything. Right. I mean, because that's what what Disney's telling us. Uh, Like I looked at some of the stuff that Amaretz is making. That's that little French bakery in Disney Springs, you know? And I was like, how can they even make things that look like this? I mean, they look so fantastic. So, yeah. And they're making those. That place is actually making those little, I don't even know what they're called. Like the little, um, what are they? Like little stuffed animals. Like wish, they're not wishables, but they're, they're like uh, munchables. Like squishmallows. 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 Yeah. See, I'm, I'm not a collector. But yeah, they, they're making those. But I don't care what they look like. I just want them to taste good. You know, give exactly. me the whoopie pies. Like, I, they don't have to be shaped like anything. You know, just yeah. as long as they taste good, let's bring it on. All right. Uh, see here. Nancy's got a great question. I get this question a lot at the agency, actually. Civil question. Would you suggest Genie Plus if we're using DAS, the, the Disability Access uh, System, or, you know, the system to help out folks that need alternate places to wait out the, the, the wait times at Walt Disney yeah. World? I when, when people ask me this, I say yes. And here here's why I say this. And again, I'm one that doesn't like to spend extra money where you don't need to. However... When my guests are getting back, I like to have discussions with guests. You know, they're always like, I got back, you know, we had a good time or, you know, I wish this would have been different we, because, you know, the best thing I can get from my guests is feedback, you know, because every trip is different. You know, some people stay in value. Some people stay in deluxes. Some people, you know, go mm-hmm. for a weekend. Some people stay for two weeks. And it's the dynamics of every Disney vacation are so different that I learn from every trip that one of my guests takes. And then what happens is in this little small brain that I have, I try to use it to the best of my knowledge for everybody that takes a future trip. I try to be the best advocate I can for my guests using current data that I'm getting from guests that just got back. And so what I'm hearing from my guests is Genie Plus is saving guests a lot of time. And the reason I say to combine this with the DAS system is DAS is basically a system that is in there to give you alternate places to wait out wait times where what you could do with Genie Plus is you can basically pre-book and avoid longer wait times. And basically what you're going to be doing in this situation is waiting to basically kind of waiting out two instances at once. So if your alternate, you know, if, if your alternate wait time for Splash Mountain, say, you walk up, it's a 60-minute wait, and they say, come back in 60 minutes. Okay, you could still be using Genie Plus at that same time to reserve a spot for Big Thunder Mountain. So maybe within a, you know, when that 60 minutes is up, you might be able to ride Big Thunder and Space or Splash Mountain within 70 or 80 minutes. I say combine them and maximize your time. But Pam, what do you say for folks that are thinking about this same scenario? 
I know it's interesting because we have a number of agents um, whose family have access to DAS for a number of reasons. And this is something that we often talk about in the team. Like, do you do this? Do you do Genie Plus and the DAS, whatever? And they've sort of gone through the pros and cons for them. But I can tell you on our team of the people that um, do you do use DAS, um, they also choose to use Genie Plus at the same time, too. Um, the majority of them. So that's something to keep in mind. I think what it does is it gives you additional options. You're then, like Mike said, waiting in line for two, waiting in line, actually not waiting in line, Vir but you're waiting, waiting line, yes. right, waiting for the times to come up when you can access two attractions instead of the one. And I think that that may give you additional options based on what you need. Um, you know, it just is something that gives you different options. So, and so Nancy's she's here in our live chat with us, which we really appreciate that she says we do. And she's going, uh, let's see, she said on uh, next week, they're headed down. Everybody's going to be down there soon. It looks like for, right? for the feedback. So except me, um, she says, we do have two pre-booked DAS already. There are five of us and Genie Plus will be expensive. So here's what I would say. Try it for your day in the Magic Kingdom. That's what I was going to suggest, too. Like, just do it for one day. I would do it for your Magic Kingdom day. And mm -hmm. then, you know what? Go without it on the other days. But if you feel you need it, you can always purchase it. Like, this doesn't sure. have to be. Now, you're not buying it for the entire length of the stay as part of the package. But I would get it for the Magic Kingdom day because there's just, it's what I, you know, it's like my Top Gun saying. It's like it's a target-rich environment. There's a lot to use <laughs> it on there. And so it I is. think you'll get your money's worth there. But, yeah, that would be a good compromise, I would say. I think so too. Try it that day, Nancy, and then see if you want to go from there. The parks that we find it to be the most beneficial are the Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios and Hollywood Studios primarily because there's a number of sort of e-ticket attractions that people want to experience. So I think it, when you combine those, that's the way, but try it first at Magic Kingdom. I'm so glad it's your first park because then you can try it out there. And the other thing with Magic Kingdom is um, I think that it is something that can be an overstimulating environment in a lot of ways. Um, and the DAS system can help with that as well. Plus you feel a lot like sometimes you're crisscrossing the parks mm -hmm. too. And I think DAS helps with that as well too. So Given all those um, things, I still think um, that's the way to go with the Magic Kingdom. And tell us when you come back yeah, what it's going to be gonna like. Say. Yeah, yeah. definitely, you know, have a great time. And when you get back, drop in here and just, yeah. you know, give us a couple words of wisdom as to, you know, was it worth it? Did, it, did you not need it at the Magic Kingdom? And mm -hmm. by the way, I'm super jealous because I am, Pam and I were just talking about how this season we love, we're, we're Christmas junkies. I mean, Pam's got 37 trees already up in her house right now. It's crazy. And <laughs> I don't have any up yet, but I've been listening to Serious XM nonstop. And like you're going down, you're going to have the Christmas trees. You have the garland on Main Street. You have Jingle Cruise. Oh, and the Christmas parties are starting. You have all the Christmas. You're going to have such a good time. I'm so jealous. So, Nancy, let us know how it goes. I think you're going to have a great time. And she follows up and she said, better get Genie Plus and individual lightning lanes, correct? And I say, I say yes. Yes, yes. Because the lightning lanes are actually really only going to um, work, uh, help you with one attraction per park right now. They've added um, most of the attractions now are available through Genie Plus. Then there's only one attraction in each park, which you need the lightning lane for. All righty. Let's head to the inbox. Sarah says, hey, Mike and BOGP crew, I have an upcoming trip this December. And I have booked Sangria University for a Saturday afternoon. 
I have my masters, by the way. <laughs> Sounds like a good Saturday afternoon to me, Sarah. <laughs> For sure. She says, I plan on riding the bus to Coronado Springs from Animal Kingdom Park. Which bus stop around Coronado Springs would I use to be dropped off closest to uh, three bridges? Thanks so much. And I love the podcast, Sarah. She says, go Penn State. So <laughs> I'm guessing, I'm trying to think, it would be the front, the main uh, Grand Casino stop, right? That'd be the closest. Just walk yeah. right through the tower and out the back. I, and... I mean, I yes, I think so too. Um, I guess there's probably one around. I, you know what? You could do any of them. Because yeah, I mean, it's really. in, you're right. Because it's, 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 it's in the middle. It's in the middle of the lake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. It's in the middle of the of the lake, and um, <laughs> I can see there being one at Cabanas that was close to. That would be my other choice, probably to just walk across the since they added three bridges okay let's we're we're gonna be self-confessed um, coronado lovers right I do. we I enjoy the coronado i didn't go to i didn't go to wine and dine and i was i, I thought i was booked at pop century right so the, and i held I, I held on to my room reservation until like six days out like i was like i'm not canceling it till and i thought i was at pop century i went to cancel it I was at Coronado. I was like, oh, no. Dang it, it right? So bad. Yeah. I know. So the thing about Coronado is since they added um, that section in the middle where Three Bridges is, and they added bridges, they literally added Three bridges. of them. I know, it's weird. <laughs> they come together, right? <laughs> um, it has made accessing things at Coronado so much easier because you really cut off part of that lake that you used to have to walk sometimes when you were at the far end of the ranchos to get back to the main building it seemed like it took a while i've been in the furthest ranchos building now with the bridge and it's a much easier walk so anyways we love coronado and i think you'll have a great time there the sangria university is so fun um they just do such a great job they're knowledgeable and you learn something it's edumentainment with drinks so, <laughs> isn't that how? all <laughs> Speaking of education, that's though, how I mean, school this, should be. <laughs> this is a great transition because we have some feedback in the live chat, which I got to send a shout out to Chad, who's our next little piece of feedback here. He was very gracious. He's one of my guests over at the Magic for Less, and he teaches a course on ACT prep, right? And so I have okay. a daughter who's in high school, who will she. She is not about taking the ACT yet, but her dad and mom are both teachers with master's degrees who are thinking about this because yes. she just thinks she's going to roll into the University of Alabama or Mizzou or whatever just because she's cool. And that isn't how this works. You know, no. uh, she's 14. You know, she's got a lot of learning here. He very graciously sent this big guide to taking the ACT and doing the best you can. He teaches this course and we just got that over the weekend. And Mallory had three of her cheerleading friends spending the night that night. And I said, okay, one of my listeners sent this guide here. Cause she, we went out to dinner, right? And so the envelope had her name on it. Then we didn't open it yet. So we just left it sitting on the table. Well, she opens it while we're at dinner. We're at Texas Roadhouse and she, she calls us like, mom, dad, what, why am I getting an ACT prep guide? I'm like, oh, your friends are there, right? You guys can start studying right now. One of our great <laughs> listeners of the show, one of my great uh, guests over at the Magic for Less, is concerned that you get in the best school possible. That's right. We are going to start class when we get back from Texas Roadhouse. I will bring the, the leftover rolls and the butter. 
<laughs> and we'll all sit around the table and we'll start the guide. Shut up, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> but no kidding. Chad, thank you so much because we are going to absolutely use this. It's going to hopefully it'll save us thousands of dollars on a scholarship at some point and get her right? in the school she wants. But it was very thoughtful. And uh, But Chad, back to the Disney. He says with Genie Plus, they hit rope. This is over at Epcot. He said, hit rope drop Ratatouille if Skyliner get Genie Plus for Test Track. Head straight to Soren at the land. Go to Test Track, Genie Plus. Then use Genie Plus with no weights for tons of other rides. Did this last trip and worked great. That's awesome. So. Yeah, I love to hear the strategies for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. And he also says they literally have four Christmas trees up already. Lights going on the house this week. So there you go. Um, they're, yeah. they're one of us. That's what Steve <laughs> did this weekend too. He put lights on the front of the house because it was so beautiful. And then he came back in and then like three hours later, he says to me, you know, I fell off the ladder. <laughs> Like, Shut up! What? Well, our Clark Griswold. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, you're kidding me. He's like, nope. He's like, but I hit the ground and I rolled. He's like, and I popped back up. I'm okay. For <laughs> like, the neighbors, okay. call 911. Right? That's what I was like. Did anyone see this happen and come like rescue? He's like, nope. And all the stupid stuff that's on TikTok and Instagram and reels. Like we need right? that. We need that with like some cool song behind it. I know. It. I should check the cameras. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you guys don't have Nest cameras? That'd be awesome. <laughs> okay, next back to the next question. It says parents first visit, and it's from Corey in Nashville, Tennessee. Hello everyone. I'm headed to Walt Disney World this January along with my husband, sister, and parents. This is gonna be my parents' first visit, and they are very excited. My question is, my parents will be coming into Orlando at noon versus the rest of us arriving later in the evening at 8 p.m. They don't want to go to the parks, but do want to explore. What do you suggest for them to do? I offer to make them a dinner reservation for them, too. Any ideas? For context, we're staying at Saratoga Springs and will not have a car. Thanks, Corey. Oh, my gosh, this is simple. Right? Uh, yeah, this is a no-brainer. You just make a nice <laughs> dinner reservation for them at Disney Springs, and they just explore yeah. the springs, walk right over, and it's they, yeah. they can't get lost, and there's a world to them with no stress. Yeah, it is. And it's so – it's just – I, I really do like Disney Springs since it became Disney Springs. I was a fan of what it used to be as well, but I really like the all the options that are there. And I love that you can walk to it at Saratoga. It's actually one of my favorite things about Saratoga is that it is within walking distance to Disney Springs. It really has a nice walk. You sort of end up coming in right over there by um, the Christmas shop and all of that. So that's, I think that that's the best thing to do. Um, there's so many great dining choices, really and truly um, from Morimoto's to Homecoming to um, the Boathouse. Um, there's just, uh, there's too many to even name. And, you know, I love the lounges and uh, there's some great ones there too. Um, Jock Lindsay's is a really cool place to hang out, but yeah, they'll be able to enjoy for sure. I, I deleted the email, but I was trying to see if it was a Saturday or Friday night, I definitely have an ADR, but if it was, especially this did she say, I, I'm, I got the retention of like like a hamster or something, right? Did she say December like or January? Because if it's December, it'll be crazy. Anyway, I would make an ADR just to be safe. But if you don't have an ADR, you do have great places where you could go like Polite Pig. I love Polite Pig. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I agree. Even Splitsville has really good food. I mean, your parents. We did. We went there. Yeah, we did. And it was so good. <laughs> 
But I mean, your was. parents would say you're drunk if you tell them, yeah, just go to the bowling alley and you're going to have a good right? Like, what? But it is so, um, trust me, but it is so good to be, you got Deluxe Burger, you got Blaze Pizza, you got, you know, a lot of places you could walk up to. But yeah, I would make an ADR for a place like Boathouse or, you know, any of those. I would and too. Marie and Enzo's, good places. Yeah, yeah, and then they could so shop. Many. They could just watch, you know. So there's always live entertainment over there. They totally have a good time until you get there. That's yeah. I mean, you could they could not be at a better resort to like get there early and just mm-hmm. kind of be on their own, even for first timers, because you don't have to navigate any Disney transportation. Like you literally just walk outside your resort across the bridge and you got entertainment, you got dining, you have shopping. You can't get lost. I mean you the could, best. but it would be hard to. Really. Yes. Put them on fine, my friends. Yes. <laughs> okay, and not any polite, not any polite pig for dinner. Oh, I love. It. I could smell it right now, like virtually, like. Oh, I know. <laughs> so you know, when my, uh, the, I this is a great tip, but when my family has been going lately, it's me, Steve, and Hannah. We've been adding. Um, they call it like the butcher board. We've been buying one of those. It's like a sampler platter that's meant to be split, and the three of us get it. I think it's meant for two people, but the three of us split it. And but you get to pick like three or four different meats um, and a couple of sides. And so that I love this because then you get to sort of sample um, a number of the things and it's so good. Bring it. <laughs> that sounds like and, Marathon <laughs> Weekend. Do be no sharing. Scott and I are going there getting one of those each. That's what's happening. Okay. It's enough. <laughs> Maybe not. I have a big appetite. Okay, my good friend Paul. Love Paul. He always emails me with encouragement. This is one of those great friends from the Disney community. Just great gentleman. He gave some feedback about um, one of the one of the questions we had a couple of weeks ago. He says, Mike, hope you're doing great. Wonderful to hear about Paige's first scrimmage. Hope the whole family's doing great. And Superdog Riley, of course. I heard a question <laughs> that I might be able to help with. Feel free to forward my email if it helps your listener regarding the storytellers at Christmas time. One year, my family and I had a day at Epcot. We had no rides, but we wanted to do the storytellers and the processional success. My suggestion is when the times are available, even if it's the week before your park day, use what you have. Write in a column each storyteller and their time. A path will make itself available to you to get to all of them if you allow 5 to 20 minutes to travel from country to country. Our plan worked by skipping rides, going to see the Voices of Liberty 2, don't miss them at Christmas time, and the processional. If the day they got their story times changed, it's easy enough to swap and adjust if you have a base plan. It's doable. If not, you'll see most, and they have, and you'll have the best time doing it. These performers are gold. My favorites are Norway and Italy. Thanks for all you do, Mike. Your friend, Paul. So, you know, he's been there, and that's one of those things that, you know, he didn't do any attractions where you might be able to drop in, you know, an attraction here mm-hmm. or there. But these storytellers, he's exactly right. They're gold, and they're only there during this time of year. So, you know, Test Track's always going to be there. Soren's always going to be there. Frozen Ever After, the Mexico Boat Ride. But when you're there at the holidays and at Christmas, take advantage of that and see these yeah. performers. That's the beauty of it. I mean, when you're going at a special time and there's something going on, if there's anything special going on, we always encourage you to take advantage of that. This is, you know, the festivals, the food booths, the extra attractions. This is something that Disney does so well and it's worth it. Don't 
don't consider only the rides as the main focus of the rides and the shows. Um, make sure that you look at those entertainment guides because Disney is great at the entertainment. All right. Next question from the inbox is from Howard. And we got to meet back in 2018, which he uh, gave me a picture there. And I remember it now that I see the picture. So Howard, good uh, hearing from me again. He called actually into the live show on Sunday night. So we'll hear him on the replay tomorrow. He says, hey, Mike. I'll be planning a trip to Walt Disney World in the winter of 2025 after I retire from teaching. So how cool is that? Wrapping up a teaching career here in the next couple of years. I want to go around January as I would like to have as comfortable a temperature as possible. He says, I'm Canadian. I know enough to avoid marathon weekends and President's Day. So that basically leaves the last three weeks of January and the first week of February. Are there other times to avoid in that period? Are there other factors to consider? We recently had a three-night trip over Halloween weekend, and we stayed at the LBV Hilton. I think it might make an interesting trip report episode where I describe what a short trip was like in 2022 compared to two four-night trips we took in 2010 and 2016. I had the brief pleasure of meeting you at Animal Kingdom in 2018 of in July. All the best, Howard. All right, so... He's looking to go in January. He's right. You want to avoid, if you're just going for vacation, avoid Marathon Weekend. Avoid Martin Luther King Weekend. We talked about this on Sunday night briefly. Um, and also avoid Princess Weekend in February, which is the last weekend of February. And avoid President's Day Weekend, which is mm -hmm. usually, what, the third weekend of February? I think what we came up to on the call, and I just wanted to see if you concur, Ideally, if I had to pick any of the like time in that three week window, I would go the first week, of, maybe the first week of February. And like I would be out of Disney ideally by like Valentine's Day, like maybe the 15th or 16th and bounce out. But what would you say? I love that idea. I was going to mention Valentine's Day. I don't think it's like a huge bump in crowds, but I think what it does do is sort of make um, advanced dining reservations a little more challenging because locals want to come over and have a good meal too. So um, I'm with you, my friend. I am, um, you know, looking to be out of my area as much of February as possible. So I think that those are, you've really identified some great, some great things. As, as you move into March and April, um, of course you have folks um, getting their spring breaks starting during that time. And I think that causes things to be a little more crowded too. So, and I think the weather is more stable in February than it is in January, January. It is just, you can get beautiful days in Florida. I mean, just gorgeous days, but you can also get bitter cold days in January. I mean, he's Canadian. Howard's like, whatever. He's laughing. He's like putting on my shorts <laughs> you know, and I do, the, I do the same, but I freeze. But, um, February just tends to have, awesome weather and it's just it's more reliable in february for some reason so mm -hmm. i would lean towards early february than late january if, if it were me i mean is a week going to make the difference probably not but you know it could you know who knows but hey congratulations on the teaching career we appreciate you being in there with the kids that's awesome for sure all right well hey that's going to do it for today's show thank you for the questions and if you want to drop a question into the inbox We'd love to have it. So just send that question to Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Put list or question in the uh, header there, and we'll drop it into the uh, question queue and get that on the show. And if you want to get to your question right away, 
Join us on Facebook or YouTube to subscribe to the show on either one of those platforms, and you'll get a notification when we go live. Sometimes we go live early, but usually it's around 5.30 Eastern time, so you can kind of count on that unless we have something else going on. But we'd love to have you in the live chat as we've had Jennifer and Kathy and Chad and Scott and everybody joining us today. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, don't forget our shows are always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. The agents are standing by during this busy holiday season. We're like Santa's little elves helping you plan Disney vacations and also Universal vacations. We just want to take care of you to take all the stress off your shoulders and make that vacation possible at the lowest cost out there. Cost you nothing extra. Book with the Magic for Less. And Pam, I saw in the news this morning as I was on the... the uh, the treadmill, a story. Now I'm listening to podcasts, so I'm only you know watching the like lower thirds as they go by. But I did see that one of the stories that they were talking about was that one of the biggest threats to retail this holiday season, which of course the news is always doom and gloom. One of the biggest threats to retail is travel because people are giving travel, which makes sense because you know experiences. That's what life's all about, right? Give a trip. It's less stressful and it's something you'll talk about for a decade. I know there was a period of time I know when Hannah was younger that I was like, this child does not need one more thing. Uh, what yeah. she needs. Polly Pockets. I stepped on them <laughs> forever. Right. Those things I would always step on them. Ah. Those little shoes. <laughs> yeah, what this child needs and our whole family needs were experiences. And, uh, you know, of course, I'll probably be biased in this, but I think that travel is one of the things that you buy that really does enrich your life. It's it's amazing the way that it does that. When I look at the memories that we had and the things that we were able to do, I would take that any day over a Polly Pocket, a Lego, or anything else like that. So, yeah. Or drum set. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I, but you know, I, I think I'll get Ricky's kid in a few years a drum set. Just I think, the, yes. I think that, <laughs> yes. That's a, uh, electronic toys that make 100%. really annoying noises. Yes. That'll be money well spent. 100%. That's going to happen. Anyway, check it out. All the details are over at themagicforless.com. We're standing by. We want to help you plan a great vacation. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link this holiday season. It really does help us out. It's one extra click. Takes you right back to the Amazon site. Uh, it's brguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the BR Guest Podcast who support us each and every month. We could not do this without you. Thank you so very much. And our patrons get that bonus show as well called Mike in the Midwest. Crazy topics every week, but they're always a lot of fun. Join us over there, patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Pam a follow on the social media. She's at TMFLT Pam. I'm at be our guest Mike and would love to talk to you on Twitter and Instagram this week as well. And of course, this Sunday night, if Scott comes home from Walt Disney World, it'll be you, me, and Scotty G. If not, it'll just be me. I will be here. And I gotta say, last Sunday night, it was just me and the callers. We had so many great callers. We had such a good time. There was one point we had five calls in the queue coming in at the same time. It was just call after call after call. We had so much fun. We talked Disneyland. We talked cruise. We talked Christmas. We, we talked, you know, it, it was just tons of crazy topics. And we, the hour went by in five minutes. So we're going to do that again this Sunday night. So put it on the calendar. 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, Facebook and YouTube. We'll be taking your calls. It's going to be a lot of fun. So join us for that. All right. We're going to be back again on Friday. We're talking about why if you think it's too much work to go to walt disney world right now which i mean it isn't but it you know there's a lot of things to consider if you want to just chill and make it super easy 
take a Disney cruise. I'm just telling you, there's lots of reasons. We're going to kind of do a first timers guide to Disney Cruise Line because we've had a couple of listeners ask if we could do that. But we're also going to discuss why Disney cruises are just so dang easy and they're so dang <laughs> awesome once you get on the ship. So get ready to head out to sea, get ready for tropical breezes and get ready for some fun tips. They're going to help you get the most out of that next Disney cruise coming your way on Friday because nothing says Christmas like a Disney cruise line ship. <laughs> yes, <laughs> whatever. Sure. It doesn't, but well, it does kind of. I mean, they, tropical. They, yeah, they put up Christmas trees in there, you know, nothing better. So, this, so uh, join us again on Friday. We're going to head out to sea with Disney Cruise Line. So until then, for Pam, I'm Mike wishing you a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.